What is up, everyone? It is Tuesday night, 8 p.m., so you guys know what that means. Another edition of the Buffalo Blitz right here on the Built on Buffalo Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter network. And as always, the Built on Buffalo Podcast Network, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Odyssey, or wherever you get your podcast. Guys, the comment section is open on Facebook and on YouTube. We have a great episode coming for you guys. We're going to be breaking down some of the upcoming free agents for the Buffalo Bills on the offensive side of the ball. But before we do that, Lance Nelson, the guy that loves the Pro Bowl, that watched every single second of the Pro Bowl on Sunday. <laughs> How are we doing, man? Doing well, doing well. Bills Mafia, how you doing out there? See, mom's here. A couple of people. Matt, how's the not funny? How's it going? How's the problem? Uh, I didn't watch it. Didn't watch a lot of it. Uh, watched the it. Uh, watched a little of the skills competition. Um, and just yeah, my uh, my four year old was more entertaining than the Pro Bowl was. So I uh, didn't catch too much of it. Yeah, nobody did. No one did. But as always, Lance, who are we sponsored by, and where should they go to uh, use our code? Yeah, sign up now for Underdog Fantasy using promo code BLITZ, the best daily fantasy app out there. You can use Pick'ems with Scorchers, Rivals, and um, straight higher or lower on their stats. So go out there, check it out, especially for the Super Bowl coming up. Get your uh, Pick'em entries in or play uh, Daily Draft Daily Fantasy using promo code BLITZ to sign up. Get your first deposit match up to $100. Yeah, great website, great website. As always, everything's in the comment section, description, all that fun stuff. Guys, obviously, it's the offseason for the Buffalo Bills, so we're going to be trying to do con- – and look, we're not even at free agency yet. We're not at the draft. We're not at the combine, right? Hopefully, you guys enjoyed last week's episode and show when we broke down some of the Senior Bowl stuff. We'll end tonight's episode. If you guys didn't watch us in the offseason last year leading up into the draft, from the end of the year to the draft, we like to do simulators to end every show because – it's our show, and uh, why the hell not? And it's fun. So we'll give you guys a draft simulator at the end of tonight's show. But tonight's episode is free agents, and more important, importantly, offensive free agents on the Buffalo Bills. So these we have a list of guys we're going to break down that are that were current that were on the team this past year that are going to be free agents in about a month or so once free agency starts next week. We'll do the defensive side of the ball, but Lance. You ready to get going, man? And as always, the comment section is open. Yeah, let's do it. Damian Harris. So Damian Harris, and I had the same reaction. Maybe some of you guys have kind of forgot about him. Not in a bad way, but only played six games this year. Got injured in the Giants game. It was the Giants game, right? Yep. Yeah, it was the Giants game. I thought it was for a second it was the Broncos game. It was the Giants game. Only played six games. Had only 23 carries. Averaged 4.1 yards per carry. Right now, look, we got three running backs upcoming really fast. Damian Harris, Latavius Murray, and Ty Johnson, all three we're going to talk about, with James Cook being the only running back under contract at the moment. So the running back room might be a little bit different heading into next year. But Lance, outlook on maybe Damian Harris, the potential if he's in Buffalo next year, or just anything like that. Yeah, I mean, his contract isn't, going to be super crazy so i mean there's if they wanted him to be there um you know he could be but i think they um don't necessarily need to bring him back um he didn't do anything spectacular while he was here in buffalo other than 
a um, couple of kick returns after the DeMar Hamlin incident and stuff like that. But otherwise, I think that, you know, before getting hurt, he wasn't uh, wasn't necessarily lighting the world on fire. Um, 27 years old uh, for next season. You know, I don't. Yeah, yeah. It's I've it's a uh, you, <laughs> you, you can take your pick. I mean, if if you think he can um, still be productive, then um, I'm not gonna be shouting um, no or anything like that if mm-hmm. they bring him back. But yeah. I mean, I'm not also not gonna clamor to well, say, oh, you must bring him back. I think we have um, other positions of need and other things we got to focus on. So. Um, Damian Harris, just in, in his role and what he would bring back to the Buffalo Bills for me isn't a priority and it isn't something that I'm necessarily um, thinking about this offseason. Well, and one thing I want to mention, Naeem Hines will be in, most likely potentially in the backfield as well next year. So I forgot to mention that, uh, depending if they keep him or not. But a lot of the signs point at the early stage of the offseason that he will be on the roster in 2024. Lance, and we'll talk about it in the next couple of guys, right? Like if they do bring back, if Hines is on the roster next year, and obviously James Cook is the lead back, the one kind of missing piece of that backfield in the three with three guys would be kind of that pound ground for pound running back, that big power back, that guy that can kind of get short yardage, which James Cook is not typically known for. So when they brought in Damian Harris, I was kind of I was kind of excited because I thought he could be that change of pace back to James Cook, right? And I agree with you in the six games or maybe even five and a half games because obviously he got injured in the sixth game that we saw of him. Well, they didn't really use him. He had 94 rushing yards in 23 attempts. Like those are fine numbers. He wasn't really a focal point of the offense. It looked like they wanted to use Latavius Murray a little bit more over him. And that's not a huge vote of confidence, I would say, for Damian Harris if they're going to Latavius Murray over him, over him, and obviously they went to James Cook. Like, I think you bring in a similar running back to him. It's not Damian Harris. I would be like, if we're doing on the zero percent to a hundred percent, like hundred percent, he's hundred percent coming back, and zero percent, he's not. I'm looking more like a five percent, right? Like, I feel like that's where he kind of sits at. Like, if they did, I'm not going to be one of those guys that's going to be criticizing it online right. it's just the problem is if you go into the year with cook harris and hines you have that injury in your back of your mind with hines and damien harris right and i don't know if you want to do that to yourself because then you kind of leave yourself very vulnerable at the running back position behind james cook so that's i look the easy answer lance is and i think you agree with me damien harris the injury concern you probably just don't bring him back but it would be a cheap deal would be, yeah. I mean, either way, yeah, you're not breaking the bank for no, it. Um, it's one of those, one of those take your pick kind of things. I think we signed a couple of guys to future reserve contracts, like a Darrington Evans. So yep, you know, do you just, um, you know, do you just, you know, look at look at him as kind of a replacement? Do you only have three running backs if you're including Darrington on on the books here? So I think we definitely want to draft one. And then we're going to talk about the other one uh, here coming up. So You want to talk about the other one? Yeah, rip it. Latavius Murray. So the guy that... Oh, no, not that one. Oh, no. 
we'll get to the next guy in a second because that yeah. might be even a little bit more enticing than Latavius Murray, right? right? Latavius Murray played 16 games for the Bills, had 79 attempts for 300 yards uh, this past season. Uh, where's his yards per attempt? I lost it. Okay, whatever. Um, my brain just melted. Where's his yards per attempt? Okay, whatever. Forget what I just said. Latavius Murray was a guy that got more carries than I think if you and I were looking at the outlook of the 2023 season beforehand, probably got more carries than I think you and I ever expected with 79 carries for 300 yards. But Lance, we saw in critical passing downs, they went to a Latavius Murray over a James Cook because of Latavius Murray's ability to pass block, which James Cook struggled at times. Obviously, James Cook's a much more explosive player. But is this just an easy, his age, we can find a cheaper, not cheaper, kind of similar running back that's way younger in the draft or free agency and just move on? Yeah, I mean, all due respect to Latavius Murray, Syracuse native. Um, so definitely respect the heck out of the guy. But his age at this point in the business side of stuff just doesn't really make sense. Um, the team doesn't really need that uh, at this stage. I think with Joe Brady's offense now coming into his own, he's going to be able to find different ways to have people block if he needs a running back to block, which still not understanding quite why um, the running back needs to stay in the block when Joe Brady had been scheming the running backs to get open as receivers. And you can't have the, throw the ball to the running back every play for sure. But, um, you know, just for me, I, I don't know, Latavius Murray was, was great for us, you know, in, in the role he played. And, and you know, I think that uh, his time in Buffalo uh, will be done. Yeah, he was. I think he was a good veteran, Lance, right? And I think when he when Damian Harris went down for the season, we you kind of needed a guy to step into that role. And he was that guy, but he's past his prime. Like he's 33. He's been in the NFL since 2014. He's had a very good year. He played played three years with the Saints, three years with the Raiders, two years with Minnesota, a year of Baltimore, a year of Buffalo, a year of Denver. So shout out to him for having a very solid career for a running back lands when we see when running backs hit the age of 29, 30 they kind of fall off a cliff and for a guy that was never an elite running back uh, the most year, he only went over a thousand yards once in his career. And that was his second year in Oakland. And he had 1,066 yards on 266 carries, but look, he had a 12 touchdown year in Oakland. Uh, it might be the year that Latavius Murray retires, but I would not expect him back in Buffalo. You can draft a guy with your 10 picks that plays a similar role, or you can go get a free agent, free agent. That's a little bit younger. For sure. Okay. The guy that you thought I was prefacing and the guy that maybe you and I, not no, definitely you and I did not see coming. That is Ty Johnson. He joined, he played 10 games with the bills. He joined about, I guess, less than halfway through the year uh, after being released from the New York jets. He had 30 attempts for 132 yards and he averaged 4.4 4.4 yards per carry. He had some very clutch moments uh, in, in some of the playoff games against Pittsburgh to kind of run out the clock. He was good against Dallas. He was good against Miami. Uh, Lance, with you and I basically saying Damian Harris and Latavius Murray are not on the roster, is Ty Johnson the one guy that probably might be back next year? Yeah, I think that he's... Uh showed a you know a good 
amount of skill and a good amount of prowess in this offense. So I'm not sure why you wouldn't. I mean, I don't think he's going to command any major deal. So uh seems to me like a slam dunk, no brainer to bring Ty Johnson back and at least get him in camp and, um, you know, see where it goes from there. Like, like I said, you have uh, hopefully a draft pick coming in and you have Darrington Evans on a futures contract. Um, adding Ty Johnson to that room, I think, only helps you. And I think the price tag should be fine. So um, to me, that seems like more of a no-brainer to say, come on back and let's see what we can do with you. Okay. Can I play devil's advocate for the f- no. for the sake of the show? Not right? Allowed to. Not allowed to. Uh, <laughs> you have James Cook and you have Naeem Hines. I know someone said in the comment section, uh, he's too expensive. He's really not that expensive, Naeem Hines, next year. And they might want to bring him back and what we've heard from the offseason that they expect to bring him back uh at the moment obviously stuff changes but let's say we'll go with that because we are in february and stuff can change nyheim's back right more that pass catching kind of gadget guy out of the backfield uh james cook you're one running back does ty johnson is ty johnson too similar to like a nine Hines and too similar to get in a lesser version obviously james cook where you don't want him to be the third back because you want that third back to be the Latavius Murray, Damian Harris type of running back. Yeah. I'm not saying he's going to be brought back and guaranteed, uh, you know, the, a certain role. I no, think you no, know, I'm just, just bringing him back to, um, you know, have he's familiar with the people there and you're going to have him come in and, um, you know, work at it and work to see what he can, uh, what he can earn. And that's what McDermott always preaches here in Buffalo is, you know, what, you know, we're having people earn it. So, you know, bring guys in and see what they can, because, because of the contract, like I said, being um, something that shouldn't be an issue for the bills. And I'm not, the bills obviously don't have a lot of money right now, but the, they'll make it all work and and figure it out. Um, They're going to need to, because they're like 50 million over the cap right now. And they're going to have to restructure things and get themselves underneath and then have money to also, do something they got to fill out a roster and i just think you know ty johnson's a, an easy uh win to, to bring back and um you know see see what, what you like you know if you like him obviously they're gonna have to um i think they're gonna need to do something with heinz contract uh before the season as well so we'll see how that all shakes out i'm looking at naeem heinz's contract at the moment because i don't know what off the top of my head but the cap is fake fy um Naeem Hines' dead cap would be $500 million if they cut him in 2024. Uh, cap hit a five. 500 million. 500,000. 500,000. Yeah, yeah. Not five. You, you got it. Oh, my God. Don't <laughs> break. Um, dead cap would be 500,000. Cap hits five. Yeah, they're going to have to restructure that if they're going to want to keep Naeem Hines on this roster. But I'm just, look, I get people in the comment section saying, Get rid of Naeem Hines. I'm literally going off what we heard from the from Bean and company in the offseason. Like the one guy that makes this decisions, I'm gonna listen to him. Uh, but you never know. Like Naeem Hines could be a, obviously a cut cannon. I'm just going with who's on the roster at the moment for this conversation. So I get Naeem Hines. They're gonna have to restructure if they want to keep him. And I, I 100% get that. But no, like yeah. Ty Johnson's probably, if you bring in another guy via free agency, via the draft, he's probably your fourth guy, and let's see if he can earn a roster spot, or he could be a priority practice squad guy, because he, I think 
he would be an amazing practice squad guy over uh, Darrington Evans, in my opinion. I think Ty Johnson mm-hmm. would be, and we, because we, one, we know he can run the system. We know he succeeded in the system. And I think if he comes back and on the practice squad, he, he could be that guy to elevate. But look, he has some nice games on tape this year. It's not all great, but he has some nice games on tape to maybe showcase where he can be a backup in, in a lesser team, potentially, uh, depending on his role with uh, the teams. But we'll see what he does with the Bills. But look, if there was one guy I'm bringing back out of the three running backs we just mentioned in Harris, Murray, and Johnson, Johnson's that guy because I saw a little bit of explosiveness from Ty Johnson. <sighs> Scott, yeah, I just man, felt like he always was getting positive yards. You know, he was his good. effort was always there. And just he there's no, I think, like I said, at his at his um, cap number, I don't see any negative to bringing him in. And it's not to take away a role from someone else. It's just to, you know, push other guys then you get iron sharpens iron and you know you got to get the best guys in here to um you know try to make the best 53 you can make so that's kind of the name of the game like an andy isabella like that type of player that's where he kind of fits in and scott i know i see you in the comment section man i know you want to get rid of hines i'm just saying man i'm going off with brandon bean the general manager of the buffalo bills is saying so Mm -hmm. that's all i'm going right now okay the receiver Everyone wants to talk about. Everyone is breaking down. Everyone doesn't know what to do with him. Either bring him back or let him walk. Trent Sherfield. I I was uh, like, I'm doing it. Awesome. I was like I'm. I was like I'm doing it. I did it. I was admittedly excited for Trent Sherfield um, last season yeah. when we signed him in free agency. I thought he could be a major red zone threat, um, similar to what. Gabe Davis was doing for us and the only way I see him coming back is if they think that he could kind of play that role on a much cheaper contract um that Gabe Davis plays and I just for me um would would rather look elsewhere and um you know it was a tough season I think for Trent here in Buffalo I'm not sure that he um wants to come back <laughs> yeah i'm not sure if he you know i don't know if he wants to um you know where is that with that but uh mm-hmm. obviously it was rough it was a rough go didn't have a lot of success and um you know thought his skill set would definitely uh result in a, in a little bit of a better showing a little bit of a better statistical year maybe and uh didn't so you know for me <clears throat> it's tough because you do have a, an offensive coordinator now and Joe Brady, who's getting the interim tag taken off of him. So for these offensive guys, the difficulty is how much of a role will they have in the Joe Brady offense that he wants to bring to Buffalo? Because Joe Brady was operating with mostly Ken Dorsey's playbook for most of the year, you would assume with his own twist on it towards the end. But for the most part, you know, they didn't go and just rip up the playbook and start anew at the uh, as soon as Ken Dorsey was fired. So um, now you can definitely bet that there may be some wholesale changes into the scheme and, and the things that uh, Joe Brady's interested in running. So with that comes some change in roles of personnel and things like that. So the Gabe Davis role that we're used to or that he had the last year or two may not be the same role in Joe Brady's offense. So, you know, that's another reason why I think, you know, Sherfield may not be um, the biggest fit here 
especially after kind of a lackluster year, you know, left a lot to be desired. Yeah, one thing I want to mention, how about Ken Dorsey in that press conference yesterday? Uh, interesting choice of words he used uh, regarding a certain Cleveland Browns quarterback. That's just wanted to mention up because when you mentioned uh, Ken Dorsey. But no, look. Trent Scherf, I agree with you. When you, you prefaced, your, you had expectations, and you and I in offseason kind of talked about that over the summer. I had expectations for him, and I think he didn't perform well. And the Bills didn't use him well. I think it was a I think it was a combination of both, right? Like he went from the year before in Miami from 30 catches for 417 yards to this year in Buffalo, 11 catches for 86 yards and one touchdown, right? Like that is it. That was an utter disappointment. A guy that had some key drops in that divisional round against the Kansas City Chiefs that are very important, has some key drops throughout the year. He never lived up to, I guess, our expectations. Maybe our expectations were a little bit too high, but we saw the tape in Miami. We saw a little bit of the stats in Miami, and we thought he could potentially be a guy that could flourish. This is this is a this is a probably a guy that walks. I think he didn't fit well in Buffalo. So like I said a minute ago, maybe he doesn't want to be back, right? Like it just didn't seem like anything ever clicked. And it does look like this receiving core is going to be a little bit reshaped. Obviously you have Diggs. We'll talk about Gabe Davis in a minute here. You have Shakir, you have Kincaid, you have Knox. Outside of that, there's a lot of up in the airs at the moment. Uh, Matt Holman's coming in. Deontay Hardy at Buffalo Bill in 2024. I would doubt it as well. And then one of the reasons that, he's not on our list tonight is because he's not a free agent, but the bills can easily get out of his contract. And there's basically no dead cap on Deontay Hardy's contract. Uh, but we can talk about Deontay Hardy in a second. 1.4 million dead cap. I bet you they get out of that contract. Yeah. They'll opinion. do something there, but yeah, look, I would be utterly shocked if Trent Sherfield's back in Buffalo. I, I think you want to go dig Shakir. You probably go get a different type of veteran. You go draft a guy that's four and maybe shorter is your fifth, right? Like that's that type of, roster or Isabella's your fifth potentially or another guy or another you bring in two free agents like a Deontay Hardy type of level receiver but I was a little disappointed with the usage of Sherfield and his play on the field right like nothing ever flashed when he got the ball which was kind of I was was disappointed Lance because I thought he could be a nice third option potentially um, and then obviously Shakir kind of turned into more of an option and obviously Kincaid so tough Tough on the Sherfield front. You you think Deontay Hardy's gone? I don't know if he's gone, but I think they have to definitely try to restructure the deal. Again, this is the tough part about projecting because you don't know, again, what Joe Brady (coughs) wants for pieces on that. And is there another piece that he'd rather have in lieu of um, Deontay Hardy? And, and, you know, if he does, then you got to... you know, make that decision. The The business side of this thing, I'm not envying uh, Brandon Bean's position this year, this offseason. And I think someone said in the comments even that just a ton of uh, tough things to decide over this next few months here, or really just a month or so. So I just, if I'm going to predict, it's not that I want him or don't want him. I just don't think that, um, I don't think that Deontay Hardy will be on the team, but if he is, I think it's with a different cap than what he's currently got. If they restructure Naeem Hines and get him a favorable cap hit, 
then you probably don't need both Deontay Hardy and Naeem Hines. Because Naeem Hines was basically a non-threat in the passing game. He was a little bit, he was a punt returner, a kick returner, right? Like, like I just laid out, you're better off going Shakir Diggs, draft a guy, veteran free agency, and then maybe shorter is your fifth, or go draft two guys with the 10 picks, right? Like an uh, early day one or day two pick, and then a late day three. Like, that could be the, where I could see it, and then have him and shorter battle it out. Um, and I get it, maybe Andy Isabella, but they used Andy Isabella sporadically. I don't know how much they really value him. Um, and then I know well, you do. I mean, you just you need bodies though in the no, in the yeah, yeah, you need bodies. That's the other but thing like, is like you need need to have people there like, and but you, you know, have some guys under contract. So you know, it depends on you know, obviously they're going to have to um, if they're going to sign if they're going to want to sign any free agent wide receivers. Uh, I would imagine that they would want those guys over a Deontay Hardy. So mm-hmm. maybe that's another thing to think about is yeah. um, is pulling the trigger on trying to get someone else in in the building. Um, to replace that, so uh, yeah. You you also have Tyrell Shavers, who they kept for a futures contract. They brought in KJ Hamler, former second round pick to the Denver Broncos, played at Penn State. He has that type of Deontay Hardy type of playmaking ability, right? So he might be the Deontay Hardy replacement, like that, like on a way way cheaper contract with no de- like totally different contract that helps the Bills. But yeah. We're talking about Trent Sherfield when we get where I don't want to start breaking down practice squad wide receivers. Right. Uh, unless you want to start breaking down practice squad wide receivers that for some reason we overhype every freaking single year. <laughs> no. Okay. Gabe Davis. Gabe Davis. This is the conversation that if you clicked on this episode, you guys should tune in for. Not the Damian Harris, no offense to anybody else, but Damian Harris, Latavius Murray, all that type of thing. Gabriel Davis he spent four years in Buffalo. Former fourth round pick. I think before we before David, I Gabe Davis gets a lot of he gets critic criticized. You and I have criticized him. Public has criticized him. Bills fans have criticized him. Do we remember this guy was a day three pick? Can we just remember he was a day three NFL draft pick? And if you told me we were getting these numbers from a day three draft pick, you take these every single time we're getting these numbers out of justin shorter i don't know but i wouldn't bet on it the problem is after gabe davis's divisional round performance two years ago we expected bigger things than maybe what we potentially got but lance gabe davis in four years for the bills had 2730 yards on 163 catches for 27 touchdowns. He had his rookie year, seven touchdowns, six touchdowns, seven touchdowns, and seven touchdowns. Yeah, from a football standpoint, I absolutely love Gabe Davis. I love him on this team. I think that he would be great um, to have back. For me, it's the business side of things. I don't know if that can work out. If somehow they work that out with his market value, according to Spot Track, currently calculated at $13.6 million, yeah. I don't think there's any way, regardless of how unreal the seller cap is, um, you know, I don't know that there's a way to fit that in um, for for Gabe. I would love to. I mean, if if there's some way to do it and you can find a way, give me, he's had 35, 35, 48, 45 catches mm-hmm. for 600, around 600 yards, both first two years, 
836, 740. So it's like you're getting an 800 to 1,000 yard receiver on maybe 50 catches next year. You got to, that's what I'm penciling in. If I get, if I'm getting Gabe Davis back next year, I'm saying, okay, I'm getting 50 catches uh, near, near a thousand yards and sign me up for that from a wide receiver too, with the way he run blocks and they're going to run the ball maybe more. You saw later end of the season, how Joe Brady calls a game. They're going to, it's not like that's going to completely change. They're going to stick with that. They're going to run the ball. and so. His role, um, his presence with the team, and and honestly, like he had a couple, you know, inopportune drops. But I mean, looks like everyone seems to on this team, and that's just yeah. the way it is, and that's unfortunate. Yeah. But it just the the nature of the beast right now is that you know we've got a lot of guys um, that are very good at what they do here, and we're seeing inopportune drops from even the best receiver on this team at times. So. I don't think you can hang your hat on he drops too many balls, that kind of thing. He's got four drops a year and had seven drops last in 2022. So three years where he's had four drops all the season um, and seven drops in 2022. And look, they're inopportune plays. I get it. Um, it's not ideal for a drop to happen at any point in time, but they're human beings. It's going to happen. And for me, I don't look at it the same way. I don't. I just... From a football, like you said, from a football sense, give me Gabe Davis all day long. Yeah. Can they make it work on the business side? That'll remain to be seen uh, for the next month or so here. Yeah, Lance, you, I think you have the perfect perspective on this, right? Like football side, I would love Gabe Davis back. My ideal scenario would be Diggs in no particular order, whatever. Diggs, Shakir, Gabe Davis, and you draft a guy in the second round. Mm-hmm. With Kincaid and Knox, excuse me. If you bring back Gabe Davis, you don't need to draft a guy in the first round, in my opinion. You go get an Xavier Worthy type of player or Malachi Corley, somebody like that in the second round. You get those four receivers together, plus Kincaid, plus Knox. That's ideal. Football side of it, I want Gabe Davis back on this team, but the, I would also, I don't want them. I want them to add in the draft early, even with Gabe Davis coming back. Sure. And if they took top. one in round one or traded yeah. up for one in round one, still, yeah. Oh with yeah, Gabe, then don't, that would still be yeah. welcome. But, it's, but yeah, Stefan Diggs isn't getting any younger, and yeah. I like Khalil Shakir, but he's not a star. I like Khalil Shakir, but you get, go get another star. Like that's I agree with you. I'm 100 percent on that. They did it last year with Kincaid. They did it like they they went they got a, they got a weapon last year. My heart says I want Gabe Davis back on this team. The football side of it, I want Gabe Davis back on this team. Realistically. And knowing how the NFL works and how the business works and how football works, Gabe Davis won't be a Buffalo Bill next year. You can kind of tell in his end of year press conference. Yeah. He was like, I would love to be kind of a Buffalo. I'm paraphrasing, but I would love to be kind of a Buffalo Bill, but I'm going to test free agency. Like he knows, like mm-hmm. he knows if he gets his market value, if it's anywhere from 12 to 15 million per year, he won't be on this team. Like he has to be anywhere from eight to 10. For it to probably work, and I'm not going to blame the guy for taking 14 million a year on a four year deal to go somewhere else. I'm, I'm not, I'm not doing that. And right. look, go get your I money. Think what you meant to say on Shakir is that he's not a number one, but he's definitely no, uh, no, 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 beloved no. by the Bills fans. So maybe not, maybe he will be kind of look, a star. I love making, Shakir, but, but I want to be like 
I don't think any Bills fan would be happy if Diggs is the one and Khalil Shakir is the two next year. I don't think a single Bills fan would be happy, and that's nothing against Khalil Shakir. I think he's a heck of a good player, and he's turning into a really good player. But it doesn't mean like, like we can't lose. We can't go get another guy. Like I'm trying to, I'm trying to play both sides of it. like I like Shakir, but Lance, would you would you be happy if Khalil Shakir was your number two next year? I guess if he's yeah, you know, as long as we're drafting somebody this year, and okay. whether that guy or not pans but out. If you draft a guy but, in the first round, that guy is your number two. But yeah, it doesn't really matter because Khalil Shakir is a slot receiver. I get it. I I, yeah. I just like say he I like. I don't know where I'm going. I, I love Khalil Shakir. I think he's really good, but like I do think we're yeah. getting a little ahead of ourselves of the sure. hype of Khalil Shakir because it's we did this with Gabe Davis and people hate Gabe Davis for some reason. Now like, yeah. we got we got to be careful where we go here and know what his role is and what he can be as a slot receiver. Whatever. Gabe Davis won't be a Buffalo Bill next year, and it it it, it is tough to understand. It, it, it is tough because I liked Gabe Davis, fourth round pick. You want to keep those type of guys long term, but when your fourth round pick turns into a guy that's gonna that is seeking thirteen to fifteen million dollars a year, and his production's been good, but I don't know if it has been warranted that number, right? Sure. For the Bills, especially as well. So it's it's realistic. It's not realistic to expect him to be back on your team next year, in my opinion. Exactly. No, I don't think the business side is going to work out. Like I said, just from a football standpoint. Um, you know, I just think that Gabe would worked well with this team, um, and everything outside of the business aspect would be, would point to bringing him back in a heartbeat. But I just, with the, the business aspect in this case is too, uh, great to overcome, I think. So that, you know, the reality is the likelihood of him returning is not good and mm-hmm. it's just the nature of the business. And you definitely have to go out and, and draft someone early and, uh, and replace it there. Yeah, I agree. Um, and yes, I know Kulo Shakir is a slot receiver. Uh, and yes, he'll be in the slot. And then you have Diggs on the outside with hopefully a first or second round pick and maybe a potential veteran free agent, depending on who they go. I think you need to add a free agent and a veteran guy. That's who I've been what I've been talking about all year. Anything else you want to say on Gabe Davis before we get to David Edwards? No, I think we we beat the, we um, said everything we could. I think you know again. Um, Great dude, met him, uh, super humble and gracious. Um, so from that side of things, like I said, I, I just am a fan of his. Um, would love to see him back in Buffalo, but I know that the business side is going to take him elsewhere, like you just mentioned. So mm-hmm. that's that, that's all we got. Uh, before we get to David, I was, we'll, we'll keep in the receiving tight end department. Oh, what do we got from it? Oh, we both did the same thing. Is he's coming in? Gabe Davis is disliked because of his catch percentage drops. Be da- be damned. He's inconsistent. Shakir's building on consistency. I like Khalil Shakir over Gabe Davis any day. Izzy, I love you, man. You know how much I love you. The what I don't like about that, and because I know you, because I can I can criticize you because I know you, Izzy. Khalil Shakir over Gabe Davis is a is a just is not the conversation you should be having. One's an outside guy. And one's a slot guy. Like that's that they don't correlate in any in whatsoever. You know what I mean? Like your argument would be pick a veteran free agent that's an outside guy versus Gabe Davis, or pick a, a rookie on the outside versus Gabe Davis. That's the argument you can have. 
I don't think you can have the Khalil Shakira Gabe Davis argument. But I get it. He's been a little bit inconsistent. Anything to touch on that, Lance? No, I'm good. I agree with what you said. I, I think that I just mentioned, you know, he does have drops. They're inopportune. Everyone has drops. And unfortunately, it's been kind of the theme here <clears throat> with a lot of wide receivers in Buffalo. And it's been um, not well timed. Well, I don't know if there's a good time for a drop ever. No. But, um, you know, just, you know, you know, some of these things are definitely inopportune and, and they've been glorified to what, you know, more than just, you know, hey, mm-hmm. um, you know, the guy's human and isn't perfect. But yeah. I see you. I know I, I got you, Izzy. I got you. I know. I know. I just like coming at you. And I like you to donate more money. So I appreciate that. See, I got you to donate more money. Nah, I love you, Izzy. <laughs> Izzy Red Zone Report on Sunday evening, evenings on the Built and Buffalo Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter network. You guys don't want to miss that. Well, hey, what's up, Dan Kelly, former member of the Built in Buffalo family? How we doing, man? Uh Scott's coming in. Gabe reunites with Dorsey in Cleveland. And why is Roy always late to these shows? Glad YouTube sent me a notification on time. Come on. Dress him up. Can't get him out here. Roy, 8 p.m. Eastern every Tuesday night, man. You got this. You know. Come on. Have you been here since day one on 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 Tuesday nights with the Buffalo Blitz? Love you too, Izzy. Okay. Quentin Morris, Lance. He's in whatever ERFA means. Was that restricted? Restricted free agent. Yeah, um, free agent. Exclusive, re- exclusive yeah, rights. Exactly. Restricted free agent. Um, so, yeah, <clears throat> twenty-five years old. Um, doesn't uh, doesn't um, put up a ton of stats. Obviously, he doesn't get a lot of usage. He's uh, got a role on this team. He made the team um, out of nowhere uh, in twenty twenty two. Really um, was kind of a surprise, but definitely. Um, Someone that is more of a you know special teams and and kind of role player kind of guy, so I would assume his contract number is not going to be super high, and it's all about you know do they want to um, sign him or draft uh, someone later in the draft and mm-hmm. just keep the youth movement going. Um, not, again, not that he's old, so I mean I for me I would assume with um, him having exclusive rights that he'll come back. You know? Yeah. I, when I put this, when I was like, when I texted you this afternoon, and I was like, do I list Quentin Morris or not? I look, I think he comes back, right? Matt's right. You said it as well, Lance. Like, he's cheap. He's not going to be expensive, and he's the tight end three. Like, they, I think they, they, they know they trust him. Knox has dealt with some injuries, um, this past year and years past as well. Like, they know their system. When Knox and Kincaid are going to get. Rightfully so, most of the targets, most of the snap shares, most of the playing time, right? But Quint, I think Quentin Morris is a good tight end three. I think he can fill in if you need it. He'll get his one one to two touchdowns a year. It'll be exciting. It'll be cool. I think Quentin Morris probably comes back. Uh, sure. And like you said, he's a restricted free agent. You don't have to do much, and he won't cost you that much. So I, I bet you Quentin Morris comes back. Okay, final free agent we want to talk about here is David Edwards. A guy that the Bills brought in from the Los Angeles Rams, interior offensive lineman, more importantly, a guard. Obviously, he was not one of the starters as McGovern and rookie Osiris Torrance, who had a very good rookie year, uh, the second-round pick. Who Lance, I don't know if you saw this. ESPN just did a re- redraft, and they had Kincaid going 21 to the Chargers, right? Mm-hmm. They had Osiris Torrance going 27 to the Buffalo Bills. 
So they had Kincaid going 21, Osiris Torrance hopping into the first round. And obviously you guys know the Bills got Kincaid with that pick and they got Torrance in the second round. So good value, I think. Good two first two rounds seemed to be very good for the Bills uh, this past year. But I digress. David Edwards, a backup guard. A guy that Lance, we saw at times coming in big packages and when they wanted to, uh, more of a heavy set package with running the ball and all that kind of things. What are your thoughts on David Edwards maybe being that swing, that backup guard coming back next year? Yeah, I mean, people may say, oh, well, do we really need him? I don't know. Um, again, with the packages no. that, that Joe Brady may want to use, and look, later in the year, you know, he did accumulate um, some snaps here, and um, is he going to be a starter playing every game? Maybe not, but uh, has a role. Doesn't seem like his contract's too much. But is he going to get offers from elsewhere to have a bigger role? And that's the um, that's where I'm at with him. He's not. He's 26. He's going to be 27. Um, not super old. Um, you know, it's not out of the realm of possibility that someone else may want him to come in and, and try to offer him a bigger role. And if that's the case, then you know his his number may jump with another other team, and he can go and, and take. Um, a little bit more money, obviously, but uh, yeah, I'm not sure. I it's it's kind of hard to to judge this one, as as many of these have been. Um, I would say, if you're asking me, do I want him back? I would say, yeah, I would like to have mm-hmm. for what he played as a role and what he can offer. Still has a veteran presence about him, just throughout his career, he has played in the Super Bowl and stuff. So I think that um, for me, I I would say, yeah, bring him back, but. Again, I don't know what offers he'll have out there and, and what the, the cap number would look like for a deal to get done. So, Yeah. I would like David Edwards to be back. I think when he played, he was a solid. He was your typical backup guard, wasn't flashy, didn't do starting things because he's not. The only thing you probably don't – if the only, one of the reasons he doesn't come back if he wants to go compete for a starting job – because I kind of think he knows if he comes back to Buffalo, he's not competing for a starting job. McGovern and Torrance are locked into the guard positions, and he probably is behind Bates as well, in in my opinion. Mm-hmm. So he probably knows he's not starting. So if he wants to go compete for a starting job somewhere else, I'm not going to blame the guy. Uh, if he gets some more money and wants to go compete somewhere else, I get that. That's 100% his call, and I get it for his career. But I would like to have him back. Uh, I agree. Uh, Roy's asking about the restricted free agency what google tells me a player with less than three credentialed seasons when his contract expires if tendered by his prior team the player can only sign a contract with that team so he's kind of the bills bills have first crack if they offer him a contract Contract he takes that and go yeah so and if they don't offer then he becomes an unrestricted free agent uh hopefully that clears that up uh yeah, I think David Edwards probably would be like Lance. He's the type of guy we wake up on a Tuesday morning. Oh, the Bills have signed David Edwards to a one year, one point one year, two million dollar contract with incentives to get it up to two point five. You and I would be like, okay, cool. Great. Not the headline of our Tuesday night show, but something to talk about. But no, I think he, look, everybody if they bring him back in the comment section on social media, you like, oh, we we don't need him. Well, you do need him because. You do need depth, and you do need guys that know how to play the guard position. That know that, and they used him in big packages. Like it wasn't like they didn't use him. So he was on the field a hand, uh, handful of times throughout the year. 
And yeah, veteran president, like Lance said, he played in the Super Bowl with, with the Rams. So I'm not against him coming back at all. Mock draft similar to time, Lance. I'm down for it. You ripping you it or do you want me to drive? I can pull it up if you want. I've got it up, so pull it. Do you want me to just just, just drive? Okay, Ready guys. If you guys missed our last, obviously, as always, follow us on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter at Built in Buffalo Podcast Network, Odyssey, Apple Podcast, and Spotify. For now, until April, end of April, when the draft happens, we are going to be doing a mock draft simulator to end every episode, no matter what we talk about tonight. And obviously, we talked about offensive free agency. Next week, Lance, I'm assuming we're doing defensively. You and I didn't really talk about that, but it seems like the... the Sounds like a fun episode. Okay. (laughs) Okay. So we have have 10 picks. We're on NFLDraftBuzz.com. Get rid of the traits. Chuba. Chuba. I said I said we give her I said we give everything up for Chuba. All right. I love Keon Coleman. Let's get cracking, Lance. Come on, man. You're wasting I, well, people's I, I, I set it to uh three and I realize that's too random. You want to keep it at two or go with one? Just go We're one. Turn trades off. And go do one warp. Get on warp. Get on warp. warp it up. Seven rounds. This is what exactly is going. Did you click the bills? Nope. I mean, I you might want to click the bills, man. We're not doing a full freaking mock draft here. Man, oh, I'm ready to go, says says Mr. President over there, and doesn't click the Bills. The team that we are rooting for, the team that we are covering. Did you click the Bills? Okay. Boom. I can barely see. There we go, screen. just like that. Boom. Newbin, Adana Mitchell. I'm not drafting Keon Coleman. I refuse. Um, just, I don't think I you should draft Keon Coleman the first time. It's Adana go Mitchell rece- or click Tyler click receivers. Mm, go to safeties. Newbin. It's Newbin. Kinchins is there, but I think Newbin's the pick. Whew. Now go to receivers. Oh, shit. We gambled. Pier- Pearsall or Wilson? Uh, not Johnny Wilson, no. Not Johnny like Wilson. John- Roman Wilson. What about Brendan Rice? You like Brendan Rice? Yeah, I mean, I I kind of liked him a little bit, but uh, was hearing dude, that not just, everyone. Do we just do we just screw ourselves with taking a safety? I didn't expect all those receivers to get off the board. We were talking about like Coleman was on the board, Mitchell, Worthy, Tez Walker, Xavier Legit was on the board. Right. There's a lot of guys. Roman seems Wilson. like the perfect. Uh, you got Roman Wilson. You got Ricky Pearsall, or Roman Brandon Wilson. Rice. Roman Wilson. Dude, is have you seen that guy walk as a receiver? You don't think the Bills want that? The Bills want that. Give me Roman Bills Wilson. Want it. They want it all. Okay. Hey, D-tackles. How big's this guy? This guy's 300 pounds, 6'1". Like that. Wayne Carter. Mm. Go to... Just go to D-tackles overall. It's easier to look at. What about edges? This is all D lineman. No, that's just D tackle. Nelson Caesar. Go up. He's Dude, there. Darius, Darius Robinson is going to be like a second round pick. I hope people know that. Darius Get Robinson. Get that freaking ad out of the way, man. 
Darius Robinson's going to be a second round pick. Just keep coming back. Do you see Darius I Robinson? Do. I saw him. Is that who you yeah. want? He's going to be a second round pick if you want to. He's an edge, though. You want edge? You want well, edge? This is, a thir- this is a third round. I say we go we edge. Get a, we can get a second round guy in the third round, is what Let's you're telling go me. Edge. Give me Darius Robinson. But you don't want a guy with the name Nelson? No. Darius Robinson, baby. Come on. Darius Robinson. Robinson. Dude's going to be a freaking stud. What is the comment section saying? Are they pissed at us? Coleman, Justin Calhoun, get off the Coleman thing, man. I'm sorry. Just be mean. Keon Coleman's ability to separate scares the living daylights out of me, dude. I don't know about you. Like, he scares the living daylights out of me. Where are you looking because at? Because he's not good? Yeah. Go to D-Tackle. I was looking at... There's no... Did we miss on the D-Tackles? Yep. What pick are we in Jefferson, but he's not yeah. until I say we take wait him right now. Let's, dude, we have 162 and 165. We're waiting. We just take, took an edge. Go to receivers again, man. Double dip. What do we got? Mm. Nobody. People, people like that. Oh, running back. Oh, give me a little Braylon Allen, man. Come on. Fourth round, Braylon Allen. That's who dude, you want. You and I talked about Braylon Allen being a perfect guy for this Buffalo Bills roster. Now one of the next two picks we're reaching, we're taking a D tackle because we gotta have to. Gonna have to get Jordan Jefferson. He's my Jordan Jefferson, man. I'm with you. I'm with you. I say we go to receiver now. We're not taking. I need the bigger screen here. Go down a little. I don't know. He's freaking go up again. Flournoy. You don't want Flournoy. Mm, no, he's gonna have a freaking <laughs> photo, man. Which means he's probably gonna be like Puka Nakua 2.0. So we're gonna we gotta find but Puka this... Nakua here. No, we're not taking Ah, uh, Melton's already gone. Dang. Yeah, yeah, that's a problem. Um, O line. Any centers available? Let's go centers, Lance. Any centers? Glazed. Let's go him. Get glazed. Yeah, let's get glazed. 6'4", 323, UDFA projection probably. Nope, sixth round, but we'll reach for him because we need it. Because you know what? It's our draft, and every pick we make is right. I I don't know how I feel about this draft at the Could moment. Be. Also, we have, too not many, great. we have too Didn't, many picks. We have too many picks, dude. Didn't go well. I'll tell you that right now. You like the first three? Go, go to the first three rounds. I want to see the first three rounds again. Newbin, Woman, you don't like the first three rounds, do you? No. Newbin's a stud. Roman Wilson's been awesome. And Darius Robinson's going to be a second-round pick. So, frick off. And then Braylon Allen. And then it gets weird. It's a little weird. We got Jefferson, and then we got Glazed. We got to take another receiver here, man. Got to do it. We got to do it because we need two receivers. Um, Jaquan Jackson. This guy's good. How tall is he? Five and nine. Nope. Crap. Nair. He's yep, good. Six three. He's six three. Taking him. Taking him. But taking him because he's six three. And he's from Texas. Got the pedigree. How many more picks do we it's have? All about the pedigree. Like eight. We got hundred picks here. We have too many picks. How many picks can you have? Go to Omar, Omar Spites. You like him? I like Spates. Could be Take good. Take him. Need special teams, guys, at this point. Oh, we didn't even look at DB here. If you're not Kenny Logan. 
If you're not getting the best safety in the class, it's a waste of a first. Well, we got the best safety in the class, Justin. Sorry to come at you, Justin, but we got the best safety in the class. 6-4 corner, outside Ooh. zone corner, Miles Jones. Welcome to Buffalo. That seven-round pick, what are you going to do? Oh, was that a six-round still? Jeez. thought we were done. Way off. I told you, go to, where's the quarterbacks? We got to reach. We got to take a quarterback, man. We preached quarterback. Curtis Rourke. Go to quarterback. Corner or quarter? Quarter. C or or Q? Um, you know what, Colonel? I think I think Curtis Rourke is probably the next Tom Brady. So I think we take him. Just take the worst freaking quarterback, Emory Jones. Emory Jones can't throw the ball. Get rid of Emory Jones. He's looking for schools here. Yeah, dude, I'm losing my mind. Curtis Rourke. Yeah, Roy saying take a flyer on a quarterback. Roy, take did you take a quarterback? Dude, don't save this crap. That was a nightmare. Do we do another one or we just end it? I don't know. We can rip another one if you'd like. Should we just rip another one and keep it four rounds? Four rounds. Warp it. We're keeping it four rounds, people. Trades and no no trades. Make sure you click bills. Click bills. Click enter. Okay. Click start. Go. You know, hey, before we get there, Justin Calhoun said, I know he said you're not getting the best safety in the class. We got the best safety in the class. Wait, yeah. if I told you it was yeah, Tyler Newbin. Newbin, before we get there, if I say it was Tower Newbin, Roman Wilson, and Darius Robinson, you're not you're not on board. I could be. I got I got work to do, I guess. Dude, so I always get there. you on board, man. I get I know how to convince the heck out of you for some reason. <laughs> um you're gonna miss me, man. Um I'm open, I'm open minded. Receivers. We're taking a receiver in the first round here. Just We're to here. change it up. Yeah, we're Keon not Coleman, Lad McConkey, Adonai no. Mitchell, or it's Xavier Donnie Mitchell. Jet. It's, it's Donnie Mitchell, uh, Xavier Legette. Uh, Donnie Mitchell. Um Legette scares me a bit. Keon Coleman scares the living daylights out of me. Lad McConkey's not uh, Polk's there in the second round. We go back to back receiver. Damn it. Polk wasn't there the last time we picked. That's there at D tackle though. I'll take him, take him, take him, take him. Texas all the way around. We're just oh, take I said we just take, take, take Oh, Malcolm Corley. Just take it, oh, take, it take it, take it. Give me all the we need a safety. We got to reach on the safety. Oh, is there anybody from? Robinson. Is there anybody from Texas there? Is there a safety? Oh no, we uh, shoot. Who we? Cole Bishop out of Utah. What is this forty? Six one two zero nine. He's the next Harrison Smith. Fourth round <laughs> draft pick. Why not? We're in the fourth round. Dude. Perfect. This draft is what Old we need. Save this thing, man, and send it to Brandon Bean. Kitchens is rated number one. Okay. Justin Newbins. You are again one and two, man. What do we do? There we go. Now it's saved. Anybody can go to LNL24. On NFL draft, you want you want to text me that team. fourth round pick for tomorrow so I can tweet it. Yeah, not the freaking full one. Okay, I think you and I are going to lose our sanity. Uh, that second draft felt so much nicer. Yeah, when you go receiver to start, and then you get you know, a giant you, you man. Malachi Colgan in the third round, right? Mm-hmm. If we walked away with eighty Mitchell. Devondre Sweat and Malachi Corley, I would, I think, lose my mind. You know what? John Roberts, right? We will all get surprised. They will go edge in the first round and piss us off. Indeed. You want to you get out of here, man? 
Yeah, let's uh let's, let's get out of here before we give keep it, talking about give it a ramp. Okay. And we're just joking with you guys. We're having fun. It's the off season. The Bills aren't playing at the moment, which is very unfortunate as always. And we're just trying to keep you guys entertained. We're not going anywhere anytime soon. Next week we'll be breaking down the defensive. This is actually a fun episode though tonight. I, I I did enjoy it. But we'll talk about the defensive free agents next week. Uh and we'll end with a mind-boggling 75 pick mock draft and the episode because that felt like it took forever. Um Matt Holman's out. Let's take let's take another tight end. Let's go to Tavian Sanders in the first round. Let's not get which you know we'll trade it for Brock Bowers. Uh but as always, Lance, who are we sponsored by and where can everyone follow us? On five five yeah, Check out uh underdog fantasy at underdogfantasy.com or in the app store underdog fantasy and sign up with promo code blitz you'll get your first deposit matched up to 100 bucks and you can play pick'em games best ball and daily drafts uh the best daily fantasy app on the market today and john has said in the yeah. comment uh we got morning, dude. eric wood um to do uh one-on-one with me on friday morning at 10 a.m it'll be live at 10 a.m uh go to our youtube page after if you can't make it live and watch the replay um, as always, please subscribe to the YouTube channel, uh, follow us on all social media platforms and, uh, check out, we got great podcasts coming out the rest of the week as well with going deep tomorrow, uh, Buffalo basement on Thursday, witty, not funny on Thursday, um, T is on Thursday and then Bill's chat on Friday off the edge with Ben Shoop on Saturday. And as we mentioned, Izzy is on Sunday. So all great stuff. Um, as we progress here through the off season, we're going to get all of our um, content creators together and, and get it all retooled and revamped for the a run at the next season. But in the meantime, we're going to keep going and bring you guys all the content leading up to the NFL draft here on the Buffalo Blitz. And uh, that's all for me. If you guys are not in your office on Friday morning watching the interview with Eric Wood at 10 a.m. Eastern time, then what are you guys doing with your life? <laughs> Come on. You guys should be watching that. But as always, you can always re-watch it, so don't feel that bad. And as always, you can always re-watch this on Facebook, on YouTube, and on Twitter. Just hit the rewind button. And if you didn't miss this or you prefer the audio platform, it comes out tomorrow morning on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Odyssey. Or wherever you get your podcast, just type in the Bill and Buffalo Podcast Network. Okay, that is going to do it for tonight's episode. Hopefully, you guys enjoyed this one. Lance and I will be back next Tuesday at 8 p.m. Eastern. As always, he was Lance, I was Peter. And this was the Buffalo Blitz on the Bill and Buffalo Network. And as always, go Bills. Go Bills. <laughs>